As a parent, you want to build a strong foundation for your child's success. With Time for Learning, you can do just that. Time for Learning is an award-winning online homeschool curriculum for pre-K through 12th grade that teaches math, language arts, science, social studies, and more. With automated grading and reporting, flexible scheduling, and not to mention an affordable price, homeschooling has never been easier. Thanks to the engaging lessons in student-paced curriculum, my child has all the tools they need to dream big. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with episode 296, The Art of Storytelling. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And a shout out for our sponsor, Time for Learning, and that's time with the number four learning.com. And they are the sponsor of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and Vintage Homeschool Moms. I want to give them a shout out and thank them for sponsoring our network. And our sponsors bring you these shows for free. So we really want to thank our sponsors and visit their websites and tell them where you found them. Also, um, I wanted to share with you upcoming our birthday celebration, and that happens every October, and we're excited uh, to be celebrating five years as a network. So I just wanted to tell you thank you for all you have done in listening, sharing these episodes, and giving us ratings on iTunes and Google Play and all of the podcast apps where you listen. So please keep doing that. We love you guys and want to thank you uh, for listening. Well, today I'm going to share with you a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is storytelling. My mother was the best storyteller, and people love to tell stories, and really, as an art, storytelling almost has been lost. We're learning uh, today some of the techniques that you can use to teach your children storytelling, as well as how to implement storytelling in your home school. Well, as I said, my mother was an expert storyteller. She didn't know any of the techniques or arts or anything, but she was a natural. She just did it. Most of her stories were about biblical characters. I learned about Adam and Eve, Jonah and the whale, Noah and the ark, and the parting of the Red Sea, and of course, the parables of Jesus. Yet, she loved the idea of telling stories about fictional characters who had every material possession, lived in a beautiful house, had all the best toys, but were missing the important ingredients that was love, friendship, and family. So my mother knew how to weave in little life lessons as well as tell us stories that would impact us and we would share with our kids. My mother's storytelling was renowned in our family. I remember her telling us stories as young children that she continued on with my kids and my nieces and nephews. And as young adults, we would sit inside, often in air conditioning, while we watched as outside next to the inviting swimming pool. My mother had all of the grandchildren and cousins sitting in rapt attention as she spoke. 
And her stories follow this theme. So this is kind of an outline if you want to use it in your own storytelling. And again, you can find them on uh, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com on episode 276, uh, The Art of Storytelling. She would start usually with Once Upon a Time because, of course, this sets the scene for something wonderful that's going to happen. It is a happy time or a sad time, and whatever that was, the story was going to center around this theme. She also used a lot of voice inflections, you know, and I'm, I do that kind of naturally too, so if I get caught up in this, uh, you'll know why. But she did because that, again, engaged the kids, and that does take practice. The second part was the meat of the story. It was what was going to happen or what was happening. So the what was you know, happening to the person and it could just be the saddest thing or the happiest thing. We love this person. We you know, can identify with this person or we feel sorry for this person. And you know, the person's an underdog, someone who you would hope will come up on top as the story progresses. And of course, we're on the edge of our seats because we know something is going to happen and it's probably not going to be good. Well then, number three, something happens. Well, what is it that happens? Does it begin in the day, in the night, before dawn? Of course, it's always scary when it's at night or before someone wakes up. You know, but whatever happens will change the entire outlook of this person and it seems impossible to overcome. And, you know, that's always something that is difficult to teach little kids, but they they soon catch on that impossible is important because I always say, why does something bad have to happen? Well, without something bad to solve, you know, there is no story, right? So impossible is important. There's no way out. We can't believe it. And we hope that there's going to be a resolution, but we kind of don't see it. And if you think back on the stories that you like, it's that unexpected, something we don't, you know, we know it's going to hopefully end happily. But I think that's why so much of um, the movies today, um, especially for young adults, are tending to end on a, I consider it a sour note where the heroine dies. You know, how horrible is that? Well, they're trying to get you to the unexpected and we definitely, I definitely want to keep things happy. Uh, The fifth is the until. Okay, so the story continues until something happens. What else happens? Uh, So the story can either come to a resolution here or it can continue on. Um, you know, what is happening? Why, you know, how is the character um, acting now that this impossible thing has happened and nothing can be solved? You know, so something happens along the way. And what is that something? So is it, do you see like the light at the end of the tunnel or is a tunnel just looking gloomier? And then the solution, what or who solves the problem? Who comes along? Is it by chance or by prayer? My mother always loved to add that prayer element in. Well, storytelling can be taught in your home and your kids will love it, I promise. How many little ones do you have that put on plays? If I had a dollar for every play that I've sat um, and watched that my kids and my grandkids have put on, I would be a very wealthy woman. And truthfully, I am a very wealthy woman because there is nothing like watching your kids put on a play. Um, I would always give them a little bit of a time limit because these things could go on forever, but it was always so much fun to watch. 
So, you know, children love to perform and especially when they're younger. So this is something that you can implement when the kids are, are littler just because they're not going to have as many inhibitions and feel like, oh my gosh, this is silly. So how can you incorporate storytelling into your homeschool? And I did this a lot. And I found that the older I got, you know, your experience, of course, can lend itself to stories. So the first is I used it as a means of teaching subjects. Um, I once uh, read a wonderful story about punctuation that I used for many years in my homeschooling. And I actually looked for it before I did this podcast, but I couldn't find it. Um, and I wanted to share a little bit of it with you. But the punctuation personalities were written in a humorous story, and it had to do with kings and queens. You know, the period was a final person. The exclamation point had so much energy, and the comma had to pause and think. So it was really cute because each of the forms of punctuation took on a new meaning, and it also brought home to the kids the educational factor of, you know, this is what the point stands for. Um, you can do it with history. You can, you know, tell stories. Um, it is a wonderful way. Or even with science. So science lends itself to stories. When you look at the scientists who were involved in different things, like Louis Pasteur, um, you know, there's Edison with a lot of his inventions, but he also uh, had an amazing story. So when you're reading about, you know, different people in history, that also helps. The second is have your children give you a summary of something they read, and they can do some sort of storytelling with that as well. Um, a lot of times I would have the kids tell us, but not tell us the ending because somebody else was going to read the book. And that made it really fun with the little kids, you know, begging at the end to want to know what the ending was. And so that encouraged them to want to read the story. Uh, storytelling can be used um, to tell an event. It doesn't have to be all a fiction. It can be a personal story, a biography, or an autobiography that you've read. Or um, it can also be used at the end of a field trip. And I shared a little bit about that in my last podcast. Um, when I talked about teaching multi-grades, you know, sometimes when you're coming home in the car, everybody's tired, but it's a good time to find out if somebody can tell you a story about what happened you know, at the, at the field trip. You can also use storytelling as a treat for a completed lesson or the end of the week. Um, I would often tell the kids stories as a culmination of the end of our homeschool week. So that's another fun thing you can do. The fifth is be creative. Storytelling can be used in almost everything from sharing how you personally struggled with a particular subject or as a way to allow your child an outlet for an otherwise boring subject and maybe boring to them um, and not other others in the family, but they can use that as a technique to share what they've learned. So hopefully this has sparked some ideas for you to use storytelling in your homeschool. Um, I hope it has. And if you have any ideas of how you you've used storytelling, please go to our website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for episode 296, The Art of Storytelling, and leave your um, storytelling ideas with me. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to go give us a star rating on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen uh, to your um, favorite podcasts. And remember our sponsor, timeforlearning.com. Go check them out and thank them for their sponsorship of Vintage Homeschool Moms and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Moms show. 
visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.